Welcome and thanks for joining us for another episode of InstaTalk. The fact that you are here for our second episode in season one means that you are serious about living your reality. As you step outside the fantasy, receiving illumination, edification, and revelation while being positioned for a justified transformation. It is time to gather around as we come as one with your host, Kareem Ainsley, as you are guided under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Today, we will be covering time initiation. Time initiation. As knowing how it all started prepares us to appreciate ourselves and others as we are recalibrated to the ideal intended for us to actualize the perfection and our most idyllic destiny. It is time to gather all the kings, queens, princes, and princesses as we step closer into the future. Just by way of acknowledgement, we also extend welcome to our empresses and emperors to join us as today we continue to celebrate the amazing sensational Jamaican culture and hospitality. As we prepare to delve into time initiation, let us engage in introspection to decide where we are in order to mentally calibrate towards the desired end. Ask yourself the questions. Am I the person who don't know and don't know that I don't know? If so, you are innocent. We will nurture you. Am I the person who don't know but is willing to know? If so, you are a student. We will teach you. Am I the person who don't know but think that I know? If so, you are dangerous and you already know what to do. Am I the person who know but don't know that I know? If so, you have been eluded by the dilemmas of your own illusion. You are asleep and we will wake you. And then there are those who know and know that they know. They are the conoscenti. Listen to them. And this is where your host will serve you. Time takes only as much as you give it. Prince Karif Ainsley Time Initiation Once there was a little child who just could not seem to determine where it all began. Hence, on the quest for knowledge, a consultation with the parents was engaged. During that sitting, the question was asked by the child. When did this all begin? The mother asked. What is it that you speak, my child? The child said. Life, the world, you know, all that is around us. How did it all come together? The inquiry initiated a cavernous investigation. My child, we can help you with that, the father replied. Do you want us to go on an adventure? Mother asked and the child responded with a resounding, Yes, 
let us have some fun facts. The family huddled together in the central room with lime green painted walls and a blue skirting. The ceiling window opened wide, allowing the sunlight to glaze on the white floor, reflecting its radiance of blinding light. Its view was immaculate, encapsulating, enticing the natural desires of paradise. The father said, Do you see the light reflecting from the ball of gas in the above unto us? The child said, Yes, father, I do. It is most lovely, and the sound of the rushing waters presents to us a beautiful experience. Indeed, that is it. That is exactly how it all began. So what will we now do with that which we know, said the father, with a face filled with calm, comfort, and ebullience. It is story time. There is a bean who thought, spoke, and it was so, said mother. Genesis 1, verse 14 through 16. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so, and God made two great lights. The greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. This illustration marks the implementation of time as we know it, with days, years, and seasons. The beginning of the book does not actually mark the beginning of life, as life form existed before the calculated approach to time. Homo sapiens or human beings have been given time as a blessing for their own protection, preservation, and refinement. As we journey in time, we can prepare to be marveled by the intricacies of its structural arrangement. The approach that will be explored is geared to illuminate us in realizing that what we have been taught traditionally about the beginning may not have been in an unadulterated form. It is important that we note a few things which will serve as offering clarity. 1. Time was created. 2. Humanity was placed in time so as to protect them from eternity. 3. The creator of time is not confined by time itself, hence does not live in time. Or, the originator lives perpetually in eternity. Let's reason from a logical perspective. Had we, in this state, humanity, lived in eternity, it means that we will be experiencing all the bad things forever. That idea is similar to torture. It is not the originator's will that any of us should perish, 
Hence, the gift of time was given for the remission of sin. Remember now, everything in eternity remains constant. In our best interest, the originator took us out of eternity so we could enjoy the benefits of time. Had we lived in eternity, we would fail to survive because we need to be prepared to live in eternity. But there is hope. When preparation is complete, a gradual embracing of eternity will be inevitable. It is imperative that we note that the existence of life should not be treated casually, as the enemy desire for humanity is that they become a casualty. In order to make it to the end, with the expected future intended, you must develop the attributes of faithfulness, as unfaithfulness will lead you in a path of damnation. Life is a calculated privilege, given as a gift from the originator. Hence, it is expected that care is taken in the handling of each moment. As wisdom is increased, it should be reminded that counsel is essential. The elevation that will be received is God positioning of your life to influence others and to change the course of the events. So it is. A plant needs to be planted in the appropriate environment to be nourished for the fulfillment of the potential that is already within the seed, the root, the shoot, the bark, or whatever area of the plant that is planted. A plant needs to be planted in the appropriate environment to be nourished for the fulfillment of the potential that is within. Likewise, are you to select the appropriate environment to develop and keep you in line with your destiny? The quality of your choice makes the change permanent. Decide for yourself the legacy intended for societal contribution. Now that we know that time was created, we live in time, the originator does not live in time, how can this be applicable to our lives? In examining this concept, we would come to the realization that God exists in both time and eternity. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Revelation 22 and verse 13 indicates to us another dimension of our originator. It states, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. In this revelation, we see where he is the encapsulation of that which he created, which is time. From a logical perspective, if we look at the concept and application of time, we can grasp with ease that God exists in both time and eternity. When the structural construct of time is viewed, it could be compared to a set piece of eternity that is cut out for the preparation of a people to reach into eternity. It was out of the goodness of the nature of the originator, humanity was placed in a spot to allow for the existence and experience of beginnings, ends, changes, and season. That spot they were placed in is actually time. Not because you're placed in a spot means that you are stuck 
what we should remember always is that our position in time was divinely designed to allow us opportunity to live life in seasons and it will enable us to manage destinies in days. As a people, we are not expected to live all our existence in one moment. We are allowed the privilege to live our lives in milliseconds, seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years, generations, and even centuries. With time, we are afforded the opportunity to manage choices and regulate change. Time offers us control. As human beings, we like control. That there is a privilege and a blessing. You can decide to do something different this period in comparison to another period. So, whatever was done last season, which was not beneficial, you can release yourself from it in this season. One of the luxury we have been taught is that it allows us to divide our lives within three dimensions. We have the past, present, and the future. In the past, one could say that I used to be a certain way. In the present, the same person can declare that I am now this particular way. And in the future, one can desire to be another way. All the changes that one experience is facilitated in time, as it gives humanity the assurance that it will not last forever. Within these confines, time allows you to push things back away from you, allowing you some distance on the journey. Philippians 3 and verse 13 through 15 states, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded, and if in anything he be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. So, as we move into time, we should not live in our past. We should actually live in the present, making plans for the future so we can enjoy the full and fruitful life expectancy experience. We have always heard a conversation stated to us that to everything there is a season and there is nothing new under the sun. This indicates to us that time has meaning it has value and it has purpose. It speaks to the observation that seasons are natural in order to have diversity and to eradicate the mundane. Seasons helps with the preparation and the training for eternity. Human beings have a natural desire to reach towards the realm of eternity. Even though there is a burden existing, we are reminded that everything is beautiful in its time. An individual as a baby, as a child, as an adult, and as a geriatric changes as they go through the process of time. Humans have a purpose to fulfill. In the time that has been given, the destiny and the purpose of man are ingrained in the originator's design, in the created by the originator. In understanding this, we see that the responsibility is individualistic in the appropriate utilization of time. 
Taking things out of season actually creates an aberration, which will not heal the potential that is within. Had the moment been waited upon when it would have been appropriate to embrace. An aberration can be compared to a fruit tree that brings forth fruit in its season. What if one day in your mind you desire a particular fruit? However, this fruit in this moment is at its blossoming state. But you desire a ripe fruit. Taking that blossom at that time is taking things out of season to receive that which was possible. Will we in that moment in time receive the fruit that is so long anticipated? The answer is actually no. We would have taken the fruit in an immature state which is not yet ready for consumption. And if it's not ready for consumption, we created an aberration. And that aberration in this example would have given us indigestion. However, in reality, that aberration could be our damnation. But thank God for salvation. So too, we need to realize that time and timing are important. The moments given to us at the stages should be enjoyed until that phase has passed. We should not be running along life so quickly that we are unable to enjoy the experience of actually living. As a child, we do childish things. However, when adulthood is embraced, it is expected that we fit in the form accordingly. Seasons have inherent blessings assigned to it. When the right season is capitalized on, things will naturally fall into place like clockwork. So you don't have to worry about financial support. If you need financial support for a particular project, you will have people calling you to give you money to fund that project in the right season. In the right season, your enemies will submit to your will and command. Things that were difficult will become more manageable in the right season, in the right timing. No matter how diligent we try to outsmart the originator, it will not be so. If our heart spirit is connected to the Lord's will, all will be as expected. Man must purpose in their hearts to serve and please the Lord. We are comforted with Psalms 52 and verse 8, which states, But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercies of God forever and ever. Amen. If we submit to God's mercies, our needs will be met. What we must seek after is to be rooted in the ways of our Savior. There is an invested interest in humanity, as it is the desire of the Lord that each individual fulfills their destiny, as that is the reason we were created. Interestingly, I found out something quite important. Before we were, we were without knowing we were until we are after we have been. When I realized uh, this concept, I found it also stated clearly in the Bible. It comes to us from Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 15. That which hath been is now, and that which is to be hath already been, and God requireth that which is past. Things to note from just that one verse. God created the substance from which we came. He made us. Within us was implanted a purposeful mandate, after which life was given unto us. 
He committed to helping us to accomplish the purpose within us. If anyone tries to stop you from fulfilling in accordance with His will, He will stop them. Your purpose will be fulfilled only if you desire it. The assurance is given that the Lord will do that which is His perfect will concerning your life. Just remember that no one will force you into that which you have no desire. No failure can stop God's plan for your life. Only you. Ephesians 1 and verse 11 says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worked all things after the counsel of his own will. It reassures us, it goes even deeper to explain to us in subsequent verses and other areas of the biblical manuscript that even though you have made miscalculation, those have been conformed to aid in the formation of your purpose. Hallelujah. Ourselves have been robbed by ourselves with this realization and acceptance of the situation of depravity is paramount in a cyclic shutdown. A commitment halting the tide and saying no more will this be allowed to persist. These moments of slippage and leakage are pivotal opportunities in exercising the franchise of methodologically recalibrating as these are occasion towards reset and restoration. I would like restoration, I would like reset, and I am comforted by these words. No failure can stop God's plan for your life, only you. The past, present, and future are all occurring concurrently right before your eyes without you even realizing what is taking place. A second ago, you were listening to what was stated before. Now you're listening to the explanation of what was stated and you will continue to listen without realizing that you have entered the future, which became the past and now is present. The concept may take some time to grasp logically. However, it becomes more intense when we examine the manual of the originator. Just a few things to note about the concept of the initiation of time. God does not start what is not ended which means that your beginning is the past of God. When it is finished, it is started, which means, in simple terms, when it becomes the past of God, it became your present when you embrace it. It is clear now that we understand how it is that we can have an expected end. If we look at it with opened eyes, if our present is God's past, He would have already put everything in place to give us the opportunity of an expected end. He always begins with the end before He starts. So when it becomes, it is complete. Before you were created, before your parents met to come together to create you, God had already designed you, authorized you, verified you, and allowed you an opportunity to come into the world. Be in the know that God laced your destiny within your genetics. However, you can choose whether or not you want to experience the will of God for your life to prosper. When God begins something, that is proof it is already finished. When He created you, He has already seen the end. From an architectural perspective, before a building foundation is laid, 
The end of the building is designed and created from the architectural blueprint and that serves as a guide to what is to come. So everything is in the framework of the blueprint, the DNA, the structure that is within us. However, when the plan has been given, the persons who are working to build the building may choose not to build the building exactly as how it was intended to be built. And that is what happens sometimes in many of our lives. You should not forget that your end has already been determined, so seek not to become weary in well-doing. Just encourage yourself in the Lord if you need a little strength to hold on. Always remember, you are complete. You are legitimate. You are not an occurrence of chancery, coincidence, random probability, or any other incomplete explanatory concept or idea of serendipity. Isaiah 46 and verse 9 reminds us to remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Say with me, I was not begun until I was complete. I am not an experiment. I am a result of divine selectivity. God is not worried about my future because my future is God's past. I was created to fulfill a purpose that only I am capable of executing. I was never a humunculus, so I have been given an equal privilege to live in the fullness of time. I will enjoy time as the Lord makes it available. Amen. Amen. Your destiny is established and finished as you were born to begin your end. What God has finished, you were born to start. Your conception is proof that you are at the beginning of your end and existence is proof of that. God will never cancel what he committed to you, but are you committed to it? During the discovery progression, we will examine characters that were predestined as you have been. Being predestined is one thing. The next step is in the fulfillment of that destiny. One of the highest power that has been afforded to humans is that of choice. Each human being needs to choose for themselves their destiny. The best option is to select the chosen destination. Our destinies are established but there is no guarantee. We will need to decide if this is what we desire for our lives, as a Lord will only knock at the door gently and will not impose upon you. You have been geared for the best end. However, you need to choose the path for that end. Not because you are destined for greatness means that indeed we will become that which we were created. What you accomplish is not up to God. It is actually determined by you. Your destiny is determined by the decisions made and that destiny determines the course of your life based on your choices. Once you have a plan and a sense of direction, you will choose the path in accordance. The things incubated within will manifest eventually. Seek to incubate and develop only healthy habits. 
Your course is chosen by your destiny, and your choice determines the course you are on. When the heavens and earth were created, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. This was observed, and in preparation, the presence of God created photons to illuminate so that which was unseen could be seen. The account revealed the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water, and the vision of light was spoken, and it was so. The dividing of light marked the beginning of time for man. And I leave you with Genesis 1 verse 5. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. This is indeed an excellent note to end. Thanks for listening and spending some time with us on Ainsley Talk as we continue our dissection of the concept in the book, Billionaire, I am single, I am one. If you have not yet gotten your copy, feel free to pick it up from any major bookstore. Until next time, when we will cover the originator, be blessed and share your listening blessing. This is your host, Kareem Ainsley, signing out. Peace be with you.